What is Anima doing? Also, Stavius, are you still in the mess hall? Unlike Val, my room has an open door policy. Stavios doesn't sleep a lot. Stavios is either up reading. I think there's been two actual times where Stavios has actually slept so far, and it's been after some pretty intense moments. So if you did want to talk to them, you could just go knock on their door, and they would be available to do that. Yeah, and you can tell Nell, and Nell can indicate that however you wish her to indicate that. Yeah, I feel like this might be a retroactive thing, like... I feel like I would have said that first day on the job, like, yeah. just so you know, this is an open door policy. And Bell has an auto auto text set up saying go to bed, like, every, on the hour, every hour. Just reminders, drink water, eat food, go to the restroom, sleep. Just the basics, just set an auto text. Didn't we once have it say, like, Stavias is always asleep, though? <laughs> Or was that more because they couldn't get a good night's sleep? And now that they are, it's regulated. Now that they're comfortable and now that they've got a job that they're doing, they have a drive in them. Especially after all this information that we've been gathering. Like, so, like, I guess it's not a retroactive thing. It's like, I have changed now. Talk to me about things. Being, feeling comfortable now, at least, because it's, like, the, probably the most comfortable place we've been in in, like, a minute, so... The place yeah. we're at, we're a lot worse. Because you're confident that you've got job security, and you, you feel good about this job. Yeah. You've been able to ask personal questions without getting stabbed. <laughs> yeah. So, Anima, for now, is still in the mess hall, and... The little droids are waiting to see if you're going to do the dishes or not, because sometimes you do and sometimes you don't, so they're just waiting. And she kind of looks a little bit far away from herself. Um, and she kind of like absentmindedly pulls out her comms, taps it a little bit, and then sets it on the table. And then like gets up and goes over to the sink and then looks back at her comms on the table and goes back over to it. And then she starts searching for specifically photographs of Clan Marvala, Marvala and, and trying to narrow that down to Route's family. Okay. You could also start with just searching for Route. Looking for Route Marvala specifically. Mm, I have something I'm trying to do. Okay, gotcha. That case, roll investigation. Well, on that 20. Dirty 20. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, what is the thing you're trying to do? The, you, the player. I am trying to find a picture to see if looking at any of their faces will bring back not even necessarily memories of these people that used to be extremely important to me, but just like any emotion connected to them. You search for Marvala and it doesn't take you long until you find this picture because many of the different families within the Marvala clan at one point or another have been connected to or part of something important. So the thing that 
caught your eye first was Dottie and her and the other scientists that she works with. And then you scroll later in the article trying to figure out why it came up when you were searching for Marvala and you see there is a picture of the Ashen Forge that travel with and assist these um, scientists and you see yourself, you see Route, and you see the rest of the people in your family. Who we have, I forget to name them. How many are there? I'm gonna say in the quarter family there was six of you. Six of us? And that's including me and Route? Yeah, you, you made six. So there's four there are four others. So we have Windle, Otis. Liberty keeps coming up. It's come up like three times in a row. Yeah, we can have one of them be named Liberty. I feel like Liberty's probably your comms officer. In charge of all the public and people relations your little group has. And a Zeta. Or Zeta? Z-E-T-A. However you want to pronounce that. It's however you want to pronounce that. Now, Annabelle, you do remember their names. I won't make you roll for that. But, um... Roll wisdom, and I'll give you advantage because you're getting close to having all the pieces back. It's just some of the more recent ones that are starting to shift into place. But also, these people were so important. Twelve. Ooh. Well, better than a one. It's been a while. It's been four years that you can remember since you were with this group, but as you look at them, you do remember them. You start remembering the times you have together, you remember their names. You start remembering what position they served on board your ship. Some of the stories of like what they did before and you remember how they each in their own way welcomed you into the family. I don't know why, I just feel like Zeta was your engineer. Liberty was your communications officer, essentially. Maybe Wendell is the was the ship's medic. And then Otis was like the kind of like the second in command co-pilot. Okay. Uh I'm also kind of getting Otis was maybe the joker of the group. Yeah, he made you feel welcome by telling goofy jokes and took a bit to get used to, but you do remember them, and you've missed them. You may not know how much you've missed them, but this was your family for a couple of years before whatever happened happened, and you really want to see them again. You do have a bit of a new family now, and they are somehow more of a group of weirdos than your old family. <laughs> so, Zeta's owner was maybe was one of the Crescent Prometheans, so she had the silver hair. <laughs> but she was constantly dying in other colors. It's just like, each week was a new color. And it's... Yeah. Sometimes she would repeat colors, but it'd be like a bit of a different shade. Okay. So... Yeah, now there's just sort of a couple of conflicting emotions sort of 
happening at once. There is grief, like I miss them, I've been away from them for so long, these were, you know, these were people that I loved, this was my family. And there is that, but there is also this profound relief because I am different. I am not going to be the anima that they remember, but they won't either. But now at least I can call them by name. I won't be walking into a group of strangers that I used to love. And you get the feeling you might start remembering more about them later. Memory is a tricky thing. Sometimes it takes a while to unfurl and fit itself into place. But also, now you know their names, you can go and start searching them and see what other memories you can wake up. Also, this was a picture from, I want to say, like, seven years ago, maybe? And you're in it. And you look happy. And you remember being happy. You don't remember this specific picture being taken, but you loved your job. You love traveling with them, about as much as you love traveling with this group of weirdos, even though you remember about the same level of exasperation, so it's it's not just this crew, everyone's exasperating to some degree. Especially when you're stuck in deep space with them for weeks on end. <laughs> yeah. And while you're looking at that, we will pan over to Stavia. Stavios, what are you doing? Where have you gone off to? Uh, Stavios is back in their room, and they're just going to try and get some more information about the Federation, just dive a little deeper into it, because this crew obviously has a past with the Federation, and they have learned not to ask anybody about the past on this ship, because it doesn't go well. Or at least you, you gotta give them time. Yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I haven't known these guys for that long, so <laughs> I can't expect them to, like... <laughs> like, two days and you were gone for most of the second day? No, like, three days and you were gone for most of one of them? So I think in order to avoid causing any more friction, Stavios is like, I'm gonna try to learn as much as I can on my own, and then once we get to that point, I will turn on the charm and they'll tell me everything. <laughs> Dep depends on who you ask. How are you going about researching this? What, what are you, how? I think it makes the most sense to rely on the ship archives. AI just asking the ship, what do we know about the Federation? And if there's, like, any clues as to how this ship and the people on it are connected to the Federation, if that exists in the ship archives, or if the ship's AI, what's her name? Nell. 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 And see if maybe Nell knows anything about it. So yeah, at first, I start searching through the logs of the ship that I can find that are publicly available, and then I'll start asking Nell. So if you're looking through available data on the ship. I'm gonna have you roll plus computers to see how well you're able to get into what might be useful. Are you looking like travel records or? Uh, yeah, I'm looking for travel records, maybe even maintenance logs connected to those travel records. 
Because then I feel like I'd be able to put two and two together. Like, if there was there was maintenance that had to be done while they were in Federation space, then we are not on good terms with the Federation. So, yeah, with that, I'll say, you don't find records of the ship going anywhere that is listed as the Federation, but you do notice a couple of months ago... There was a trip to a redacted location that it looked like it was a quick trip. The ship was at that location for like 15 minutes, maybe, before it quickly came back. And would you like to further investigate that? Yes. Give me investigation since you're digging into a specific thing. Oh, that's a nat one. <laughs> Plus two, that's a three. You try to click into it and now it just pops in. That information is redacted and classified. You need to give Captain permission to access. I say, no, you could open this folder for me if you really wanted to. No. So the only way I can know anything about this is if I talk to Spectra. Only the captain can give permission to give access to this kind of information. Is the captain the only person on the ship that has access to this information? Roll persuasion. Okay. That 20. That 20 right here. Okay. Persuasion's a lot better. That's an 18. There are others who may know of this information, but due to the designation and classification of that particular endeavor, I am unable to share any information on it myself without direct permission from the captain. Okay. Which, with your with your knowledge, you know that sometimes, like, Information pertaining to someone's involvement in a particular job or endeavor can is sometimes restricted, and this level of restriction implies alliance-level connection to whatever this was. As the ship's diplomat, is this information that I should be privy to, given that it's information about a separate culture? At this moment, that information can only be shared by the captain. Okay, let me talk to Spectra. <laughs> okay. Is she still with Vi in the library then, or? Probably. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is probably around when the time she started telling the story. So, Stagos, you walk in, you walk into the library, and you see Vi, Vi Inspector sitting there. Spectra's like. And so then I just called Kai and told him to come pick us up, and no one ever knew. I mean, I was going to give, I was going to put the ship back where it came from, but with the drive car in the state, it was. Oh hi, Stavius, what are you doing here? Hey, so I was looking through the ship's records, just seeing where we stand with the various cultures we've interacted with on missions before mine and Bao's arrival, and I came across the weirdest little folder. It's completely redacted. Like she's there's a big eyebrow arching going on. Like, what are you getting at? 
Well, it's just the Federation was brought up in our conversation in the mess hall today, so I thought, oh, that's culture that I am tangentially aware of, but not incredibly aware of, and it seems like this ship has some history with it, so I thought that that was valuable information for a diplomat like myself to have... I checked it out, and Nell told me that I did not have access to it, and I was wondering why information connected to a very interesting culture is being denied to this ship's cultural expert. Vi, how are you reacting to this? <laughs> Vi, I think, is first just watching sort of neutrally, and then as the Federation is mentioned and going back or communicating with them, Vi just sort of slowly, fully concentrates on Stavios. Not fully, unlike when they first mentioned them knowing about Ferda and how all of her attention is focused on them. And that is probably not a great thing at this time. <laughs> Can I insight check by? Go for it. Okay, 17. Can I roll deception against that? Or? Go for it. If you are trying to hide that. I think it'll be more hiding why she's like that about that. But. Okay. So still roll deception? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> 19. You don't quite catch that. And I will say, Vi, you feel Spectre very gently just presses her foot down on yours, almost like... It's a similar gesture to someone, like, kind of, like, touching your arm, like, to get you to stay back, but it's a little less obvious. Vi stays sitting in her chair, but is still watching this. So I don't know why Vi's doing it, but I do still... <laughs> pick up some weird energy coming off of Vi? Probably. Yeah. To some extent, Vi is now very much paying attention to you, and so Spectra will say, I'm sure you are aware that sometimes in Alliance Matters information is kept compartmentalized until they're ready to learn how to deal with it. Some matters are delicate, so it's kept on a need-to-know basis until they're not to handle things. I understand, but considering what my role is, am I not need-to-know? If we were to ever run into anyone from Federation space, if this ship or anyone on it has any information with them, positive or negative, shouldn't I be told of that to navigate the situation with as much care as possible? Roll Persuasion. I'll give you advantage, because that was actually a really good <laughs> argument. <laughs> okay, thank God for advantage. It doesn't matter. I got a 12. Well, the likelihood of us running into someone from the Federation who's aware of any of our connections to the Federation is incredibly slim and you'll most likely know the scope of the situation rather quickly and i can assure you we will not be going anywhere near the federation again anytime soon vile mental missed spectra saying that's a relief she responds back there are several reasons for that i'm sure mm -hmm. you can guess most of them yeah <laughs> 
But also, my cupboard's blown, so... Yeah, and they um, think we're dead, so... Yeah. Supposedly. There's a bit of the glancing back and forth between Vi and Spectra that you get the feeling they're doing the mental conversation. I look at both of them, my eyes follow Vi, and I say, we did not get off to a good start. I did not know who or what I was going to be working for, but I am fully aware now, and we've only known each other for a few days, so I'm going to harp on, so I'm not going to harp on it too much. But eventually, people are going to have to start trusting me, otherwise, what's the point of my being here? And then I'm going to give Spectra a very, not like ostentatious or anything, but a little bit of a bow, because she is the captain still, and I give Vi a nod. And then I say, I'm going to be back in my room. If anyone wants to talk to me about anything, my door will always be open. And then I turn and I leave. Spectre turns to light. At some point, we'll probably need to tell them something. Yeah, but I can't say I would like interacting with the Federation again. But... Oh, that's not happening. Yeah, no. Ideally, no. But part of it is there's just so much to explain. You know? Though it's like, where do you start that just doesn't make it worse? Yeah, but the longer we put them off is not going to make it any shorter of an explanation. And of course, there are only so many things that we can probably safely share, or at least in one go. But there's still some information that Nell and I are trying to parse from them, as well as what they sent over to my handler after that investigation. Mm. It'll be a while before the Alliance is ready to make contact, but... They're going to travel with us, they deserve to know something. But I don't want to put you in an uncomfortable spot, so... I'll come up with an explanation and tell them tomorrow. And we'll still have some time before we raise Peltavaria for them to come to understand. Would that be you explaining it? Would that be myself explaining it? And then how far do we go? Because I can handle the explanation. And I will keep your part in the story to a minimum beyond um, our meeting and how you came to be aboard my ship. Mm. I'll check in with Anma as well, of course. The rest of your story is yours to tell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, I would appreciate if you kept the portions with myself, Anima, and Farida to a minimum, at least at this time the information becomes needed to explain we can, but I mean, it's I guess it's a little different for each of our situations. Mine, I don't have anyone who's related to me or I'm really connected to that was originally in the Alliance. Anima, of course, has her clan, and then we know about Ferda's career. So, I just worry about how 
people react to such information. It's... You do raise a good point about how would they best help defuse a situation with people from the Federation, but again, how can you explain well, you're sort of at a disadvantage from the very get-go, depending on who you're dealing with. No, it is unfortunate they didn't get to meet your friend. I just get the feeling that that would have been highly entertaining. It would be, and who knows? They may be able to meet with her. I don't know what the future holds, but I do hope that we all stay in touch, so we'll see. But yes, if you wouldn't mind giving them some explanation. That way, especially if, you know, the, um, I don't know if the reports from the Federation would still come up on, like, the main screens like it had in the past, but that would cause a lot of questions. Yes, and from the chatter, it sounds like they're going to be announcing the findings from their investigation into the Jaeger soon. Oh no. Yes, we're preparing for any possible explanation we all need to tell our Alliance Bradass, just in case, depending on what they say. I mean, I still have a feeling they're gonna try to use me as a scapegoat for it, but we'll see. Most likely, yes. Yeah, they, they can't use a general's daughter or robot, who they thought was a robot, or a member of their own military, or some someone who they thought was a sort of misorganic robot. So that leaves the unknown left. Very uh, true. Well, one way or another we'll handle it, and we've also... Let's focus on the mysteries that we know we're going to have to solve. Focus on focus on the task ahead. We're just finding Anima's family and seeing if we can figure out what happened there. Yeah. She deserves to know the truth about that. I feel like you've earned the good rest. Mm-hmm. Get some sleep in and we can reconvene later. Okay. Have a good evening, Spectra. You as well. Bye takes her book and goes to bed. And I'll say that, um, balanced obvious, you both will kind of, like, fast forward a bit to the next day. And you get a little message from Spectre asking you to meet her in one of... There are a bunch of different multi-purpose rooms in the ship, so there's kind of like a private meeting space that she's asking you to meet her in. It's it's the next day, so you've had sleep. Hopefully, theoretically. Oh yeah, I head over there as soon as I get the message. Yep, I'll saunter down there too. And as you come in, Spectre nods is okay. Stavius, Stavius, you made a very good point about needing to know things, and I figured I would explain to you. And Bell at the same time, so I don't have to try and explain this twice, so... You wanted to know about the Federation? What do you know so far? I relayed to Spectra the very few bits of info that I was able to get from my time with my dad. Yeah, and with the people he hired, they were 
probably from there and talking around. Yeah, it was not a great place. Yeah, I know the Federation sucks, for lack of a better word. It's an understatement. So, another some who believe that humans originally came from Aphrodite and Hephaestus, but that's not where they originally came from. That was where some of them settled, but... The Federation, she points to a map that you can see on the outer edges of Marty, and she points to, like, a space that's off the map. Federation is... over here. It's far from Alliance space, but Alliance has been moving in that direction, and when we discovered, when it was discovered that that is where humanity comes from, we started sending people to gather information, find ways that we can best approach them, because those who split off many generations ago, some of them moved after that idea in the fastest, others moved to Ondas and changed themselves and became the Prometheans. And we learned from them that it was a very isolated place. There were no others in there aside from the humans. And eventually, some Keshin authority popped up, and I believe. With information we gathered from the hangar, those were the colonists that the basilisk was sent to help. They were looking for something and ended up in the Federation. And uh, we discovered them 20 or 30 years ago, and what we found was very different from what they had described. It was much more locked down, there's very limited communication, very limited travel outside of the military. They, in the past hundred years, have developed the Ashen Guard, which are some twisted version of the Ashen Forge, and we still haven't figured out how they learned of them. But it's a very unpleasant place, and five years ago, I was sent undercover. And Tali went with me disguised as uh, AI. She was wearing a suit similar to what the Belair wear. And I was one of their pilots on the prototype stealth ship for... We were almost at five years when we were sent on a strange job. I was gathering information the whole time and collecting and Tali was gathering information too. She was able to get some things that I wasn't able to get to because they didn't pay her as much mind, but... A couple of months ago, we were sent on a strange job where we had a crew assigned to us. You can guess who that crew was. And it was a strange pickup job and everything felt off about it. I was realizing I probably had to leave soon, but... We discovered the package we were being sent to pick up was a Blair. It was and Daria, you've seen them. Which you have seen a Blair. They're usually staring at a screen that is zipping information because they're trying to catch up. I'm still trying to learn how they ended up there. They're catching up trying to figure out how long they've been there, but... When I realized what it was, I knew we couldn't go back. I also tell he made the discovery that there were bombs on my ship. And the cargo bay was designed to detach, so... I called in my ship, the Elko Star, and I had to get them out of there, so that 
the Federation think that we were all dead and we left? Well, we're just not gonna talk to the Federation anymore then, are we? Most likely not. Still very unclear on who arranged for that job or what their goal was or how they knew what it was that they found. Someone else somehow knew about it and there are two that stole and we're still trying to figure out who they are. We did discover that they were on a Alliance cruiser, uh, not cruiser, shuttle, but it's a rather common make and model and I know of at least two people who sell those on the Federation side of things, smugglers. This is kind of outside the conversation. Could this be something that Stavios could reach out to Dandelion about? Asking about if there's anything in the shadow net about this job because it feels like a really shady job and Dandelion, I love her to death, is a very shady person. You also know Dandelion's boss is probably one of the two people Spectre knows as a smuggler. <laughs> so you could intuit that she's probably already asked. Yeah, so, well, okay, sure, but does Spectra have the relationship with Dandelion that me and Bal do? No, she didn't save her life. But say if you would like to reach out to Dandelion, but I realize that's a lot of information, but we, there's still people reviewing the information that we got, as well as there were, I think there might, might have been others who were sent under to try and gather information so we can figure out how to potentially approach these people without causing all-out war, or... I mean, if you ask me, there's some parts of Fast Covenant that don't need to exist anymore, but... How do we go about helping the people that are stuck there without causing more chaos than we do good? I'm sure you understand why we can't reach out or go back there my cover's been burned and there's been a lot of strange things going on how is Val reacting to all of this he's silly like playing his game and looking up and like like yeah okay <laughs> he's like he's um just listening kind of watching um Stavios's uh, reaction so Stavios <laughs> love this guy Stavios nods that's a lot to take in, but also not super surprising. When you find a mysteriously redacted file on a ship that everyone is being really cagey about, it's like a big deal. <laughs> of course, like you said, you have the right to know and you're probably going to find out one way or another to figure it's best if you got the gist of it from me. I will not share the other stories, of course. That is not my place to do so, but... And it's not my place to really ask. And I look to Spectra. And I'm really trying to build trust here, and I made a really big mistake in the beginning because I didn't know who these people were, and you know we've been burned before, and I'm paying for that. Just a little bit. Well, didn't you apologize, though? I mean, Sabelle kind of chime in at that point. I thought you apologized for that, though, right? I mean, did you ever talk to them about it? I mean, you're not the smartest to a little shed, but I think if you just talk about it, it probably make things a less, you know, I don't know, awkward, I guess. It's like, hey, 
I did blah blah blah. I'm sorry. I don't know, Spectre. What do you think? Is Vi the kind of person who would have a heart-to-heart if I went up and asked her to have a heart-to-heart with me, or would she stab? I can be the mediator. I can get stabbed. I'll be fine. I think you just need to be patient. Please try and not get stabbed on my ship. I guess that there's healing on the ship, though, probably, right? I mean, there's there's healing on the ship, right? There's medical. Yes, but just just be patient and give her time. You've been here a couple of days. She's... They're from a place where you have to be secretive to survive. So give it time. Give it time and you can earn it. <laughs> yes, okay. Then Stavios says, Thank you for the information. I appreciate it and I believe... I may have some people I can reach out to. And then Stavias bows. You don't need to do that every time you leave the room. It's... I'm not a big fan of that level of formality. I appreciate the gesture, but... I just like the drama. This is also a captain. She's probably, like, in the equivalent of sweatpants in the tank top, almost. She, she's... <laughs> she, she dresses up for formal occasions, but for the not always. And then Stavios laughs and says, If there's one thing you're going to learn about me, it's I will always go for the extra drama. Then Stavios bows a second time, then leaves. <laughs> well, it's like, it's, it's true. It's, I mean, you're just gonna, yeah, you might want to get used to it. You just hear a very soft voice from the, oh no. Another one. <laughs> but you aren't entirely sure who Noah is referring to as the first one. Just like. Well, Val, Val would even say, like, wait, what do you mean the first one or the second one? Spectre just smiles really big. We're going to get along very well. I feel like. Have you guys ever seen. Charmed. Do you know, spoilers for Charmed, one of the sisters that dies and a new sister comes in? That's what I feel like. One sister just left. I'm the new sister that's coming in. That's like vaguely something, but also very different. Uh, yeah, Stavios walks out being more confident about this job than they were before and bows a third time. So Vi's gonna... This is after the conversation with Spectrum. So, where do you think Stavias would be that time? Like in their room, or...? Uh, probably, yeah, in their room, or either that, or reading something in the mess hall for a change of scenery. Just reading through the ship's archives. I'm really trying to familiarize myself with everything the ship has done outside of simple supply runs and things like that, like outside of basic travel and maintenance runs it needs to do. All that stuff, I'm trying to get, like, very acquainted with it. Stavius, as you're reading these thrilling tales um, from the ship's logs, you hear a sort of relatively soft knock, like, at the doorway, just sort of announcing that someone else is there. I'll look up from the monitor. So, um... Spectre told you about the Federation, then? Yeah. 
she told me as much as she could tell me. That's fair. I don't like talking about it for a few different reasons. Uh, I don't know if Anima feels the same or not. But I do want to let you know that there, like in any other place, there are some people that are good, some people that are trying to leave, and then there's, there are others. And depending on which group we're in, they may not treat you very well, even though you are, you would be the ship's diplomat. There are a good amount of people in the Federation who are relatively good, but part of the issue with that I think you would need to deal with, and part of the reason why it was not a good place to be in, is the humans in power did not like other races than themselves. They did not like the Eldori that they were there, they did not like the Kesh that were there, they didn't like the few Prometheans that were there, they only really cared about themselves. So that would be a hurdle that you would have to go through if we meet someone who is of that belief in the Federation. So Stavias takes that in a little bit and says, it will be my job to navigate that as it happens. If they get hateful, I can jam a psychic spike into their heads and make it so they can't talk anymore. And that Vi smiles, um, <laughs> a sort of mischievous smile. <laughs> well, that's certainly one way to deal with them. I doubt we're going back to the Federation for a few reasons. But, and from what information I've gathered, those who are prejudiced and not just, like, ignorant don't generally want to leave the Federation. Um, so it is more people trying to escape or maybe those who are just ignorant that are outside the space. And that's where some diplomacy can probably be reached, but... It's not a good place to be. It's not... Yeah, it's been a bit of a... And at this vice sort of just looks around and it's, it's, it's been a bit of a readjustment. Did Spectra mention how we ended up there? How we ended up sort of joining her? Spectra told me as much of the story as mm -hmm. she could without telling me your story if that makes sense. Mm, okay. So you know what happened to the Jaeger then? Yes. Yeah, I was not surprised that they did that. Honestly, it's to people who they view as disposable, they go away in one form or the other. I'll say the same thing I said to Spectra. It sounds like they sucked really bad. 
the worst, almost worse than my father. And that's saying something because my father is one of the worst people to have ever been born in the entire universe. Oh, I think there are some people in the Federation that could give him a run for his money. I'm thinking very shady mob bosses in the underworld (laughs) in the shadow net (laughs) from the Federation. So it's like, but they are trying to sort of come to investigate what happened at the Eger, but it's not going to be the truth. So it's a lot of suppression over there. Well, I can say that my job, or really my allegiance and loyalty here, is not even really to the Alliance or the Federation. It's to the people of this ship. So, moving forward, everything I do will be for everyone on this ship. I would not say there's a person on here, to my knowledge, that is allied to the Federation anymore. And if they were once allied, it was probably more by force or in the captain's concern, um, position, sort of convenience to get information. But did I say the Alliance? I meant the Federation. <laughs> Stavios just says that I appreciate you talking to me. And I just want to say I am genuinely sorry for peeking into your head. I've explained it a million different times. It's a defense mechanism that I do to ensure my safety and the safety of my friend because I was trying to be incredibly antagonistic. When you grow up like I did, the only way to defend yourself is by knowing more about that person than they do. So again, it's not something that I would ever do again to you or anyone else. I accept your apology. Yeah, my reaction was a bit strong, but in my, let's say, former line of work and in the Federation, if you didn't strike quickly, you or those you care about could be dead. It's not, that wasn't always the case, but I was trained that it is better to be overly cautious, almost to the point of, and at this I sort of self-appreciatingly chuckles, like, paranoid, than turning up one day and finding everyone you care about is gone. So, it's something I think we can move past. I am generally a cautious person. So personal details, besides, like, interests, hobbies, I don't usually expand on much, but I am not trying to make you my enemy. I'm not, like, I do think that we can have a better relationship than we have had in the past. As it's happening, I do take out a communicator and I send a quick message to Val that says, I told you, Vi and I would be best friends. (laughs) (laughs) 
You have been listening to Board the Apple Star, that's for Genesis 5e actual play podcast DM'd and produced by Brianna Jean as part of Pseudodim Social, a creative podcast network changing reality one story at a time. Filena is played by Alexis Workman. Anima is played by Casey Glover. Stavios is played by Shan Smith. Valimar is played by Blake Francis. And the theme music, as always, is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. If you don't want to wait to see what happens next, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.com.